Well, here we go, sports fans. Balmy, Grand Forks, North Dakota. Balmy. Balmy. It was what, almost 50 degrees today. The snow's almost all gone. Well, there's golf courses open in North Dakota. I see kids walking to school this morning, no jackets on, wearing shorts. Like, February 22nd. Yeah, that's how it always is here. Yeah. Well, Fork Sports Highway. Uh, tonight it's just myself and, uh, of course, we got the legend Bill Deutsch. No Raven tonight. Raven's out trying to ski in Montana and break a leg or something, I think. I don't think she wants to break a leg. Well... I don't know. She only skied one other time in her life, she said. So I sent her a message. I said, Where, you can call us from your hospital bed. <laughs> well, I'm sure she's on the bunny hills, if that's oh. what they call them. Well, I don't know. That's what they used to call them. The bunny hills. Well, okay. So that's like no steepness at all. Or... You ski, Bill? I have skied. I, I'm sure you have. <laughs> I'm sure you have. I, I, I just... Uh, to me, that just looks dangerous. I've been at Detroit Mountain, which is in Detroit Lakes. Uh-huh. And Val Chatel was at Park Rapids. Oh, yeah. And then I actually went to Colorado for a, a trip, and we went to either Vail or Aspen. Oh, yeah. So, that's, that's a little different there. Yeah, a little steeper, a little longer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's... Uh, I've, I've looked at some of those trails, and I'm like, no, thank you. Oh, the black trails. Are, uh, I, I don't... I'm, I'm more the bunny hill type, too. Myself. Hey, I don't even want to ride a ski lift up. I, I, I don't like that one bit. Well, I, I don't know. Not all these ones have ski lifts, either. you got to get to Colorado to get a ski lift. I know back then they used to have like a tow rope that oh, yeah. would go up the hill. You hold on to it and it'd tow you up? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Keith Cummings in the house already. I'm what? sure he's got some info tonight. Oh, we're going to touch on some topics. So while well, we start off the NBA All-Star fiasco, uh, North Dakota State Hockey Tournament started. The um, girls and boys uh High school basketball tournaments are ready to kick in. Um, we got a couple of girls nationally winning uh, wrestling championships over boys. Um, Major League Baseball signings all over the place. And then here locally, we've got a youth hockey coach wrongfully dismissed. At least that's from what I can tell. I don't know. You want to get on that, Bill? I think, it was, I think it was covered pretty good this afternoon. Well, yeah, I would, you know, that, that's, that, that, that show was more of a, a I don't know, a talk show controversy. We're a sports show, and I think that's a sports item. Well, I guess I've always, you know, I grew up in Fargo and, and lived out in Minot and raised my kids out in Minot. In Grand Forks, you know, I'm always whether a basketball or hockey school or football or whatever. Yeah. Well, Grand Forks was always the absolute best in in hockey. Oh, yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know how they could really have that much of a controversy in their youth well, program. You wouldn't think so, especially for, if, if the, the coach that's dismissed, uh, the fellow's name is Scott Foyt, and uh, – 
he he actually played for UND. Uh, you know, I don't know if he had a lot of playing time, but he was on the team and 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 on some really good teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, the that's been one of the the I guess surpluses or, or or bountiful things we have in this community is all those great UND guys that are coaching. And, and I, I, who who better to have? I mean, other than some NHL guys. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if if you have, you know. Somebody that's played in the NHL or or played, you know, college hockey, that's definitely somebody that you would normally want to to be coaching your kid. That's for sure. Well, I would think I would think that he would have better insight into uh, what what it takes to be a, a a good hockey player versus some parent or 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 some donor. Oh yeah. I... You know, <laughs> and and I don't know, you know, who 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 was calling for the ouster of this guy, but uh, well, it sounded like it was uh, must have been the board of directors of the Hockey Booster Association. Well, you know, it's one thing when you get a guy like, say, Bill Chase, for instance, you know, uh, state championship winning coach with the uh, Red River Rough Riders, and and then he used some salty language in practice at some players and basically called them pussies. And they went home and told mommy and daddy, and within days he's resigning. I mean, Bill, can you imagine when you were playing sports, going home and complaining to your parents about how the coach talked? Well, I don't think I would have won any battles with my parents with Obviously, I had Sid Sitchi was my yeah yeah another legend coach. another legend and you know quite a man in the church and a good teacher and all that and my parents definitely would would have sided with him and not me <laughs> yeah yeah well you know and and I and, and I always talk about my favorite coaches always have been the the Bobby Knight types with their foot up your ass. That that would you know slap you around and, and push you around and they were trying to get the most out of you. It's not like they were like uh, abusing you in, in such a fashion that you know it, it was to get your attention. I would say, I don't know. You know, and, and nowadays, boy, you can't you can't harshly talk to a child. <laughs> well, I know our John. He he did quite the program on it today. I, I caught parts of it. And, uh, well, I'm sorry I didn't see any of it. I, I, I you know, usually I'll tune in, as, you know, different times during the day just to see what's going on here at the station, but not today. Too busy, too busy working. You know that no, FedEx I, thing. There were quite a few people listening today too. Oh yeah. Well, I saw some numbers. Yeah, they were they were pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, Scott Foyt, uh, keep fighting the battle, I guess, and, and see what happens. Well, it sounds like he's. You know, he's dismissed right now, so he can't apparently coach or he can go to the games and watch the games, but that's the extent. But I I don't know. It it was somewhat to do, I think, with, you know, guys against girls, too, that it kind of sounded like, you know, the the girls' program kind of got the short end of, you know, the scheduling. Well... I would imagine that that's a difficult thing anyway. You know, not every not every place has got women girls hockey, let alone women's hockey, UND. <laughs> Just a little little slap there. 
Uh, I suspect, I don't know. I, 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 I actually think we're going to see UND women's hockey again at some point, Bill. Probably not at the scale it was. But if Duluth and St. Cloud and places like that can have it. Well, yeah, I, I think UND knows what would be needed to be done to, to have hockey. And it's just a matter of, you know, pulling that plug, I would think. Huh. Well, and, and you know, it, it, can't be a, uh, it can't be a program that, that's bleeding $3 million in the red every year with flights and, and travel and, you know, that kind of thing. But they certainly can. I mean, even look, look at the Gopher women's team. They're not playing at Mariucci most of the time. No, they, they have their own arena. Yeah, they're playing at Ritter Arena. And, and you know, that's, that's so, so I remember those first UND women's playoff games being at Purper, which is where the high school teams play here in Grand Forks. Mm-hmm. And, and, the place being full, because you could, you know, but but the Ralph, come on, you're not going to get twelve thousand five hundred people to to a, a women's hockey game unless you're playing for the national championship, right? And versus the guys' team, you know, they fill that place up. And speaking of the guys, holy moly, I, I, I Bill, I don't know if there's been a time. That CC has swept UND at both at home and on the road. Can you recall anything like that? Well, I can't, but... Um, I, well, I, I just don't believe I've ever seen it. And, you know, and being the big well, hockey... Well, it isn't like they've been really swept by anybody. No, I know. all season. Anybody but CC. Right. And, and, and you know, CC is kind of in the middle of the pack. Well, Nationally, and that's that's kind of a, a big improvement over the last couple of years for too. them. Yeah, they yeah. were a basement dweller for a while. Well, um, Miami's got that sewn up. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, you, <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I, it, it really stunned me. I thought the fact that CC came up here and took those two uh, one goal uh, overtime games from UND here, mm-hmm. and 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 then. To go out there and get slapped seven to one on Friday night, and six to two was not a whole lot better. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so thirteen goals to three. Yeah, we're 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 a high powered. Uh, well, I'm thinking it's probably actually good for them. Well, yeah. You, well, I think you, they, they, their focus will be a little bit different with the Bulldogs this weekend. I don't know. If it was basketball, we'd be running line drills all damn night. Well, they've got something called a bag skate, too. Okay, well. You know what that is, don't you? No. Oh, well. All the pucks go in the bag, and all they do all day is lines or whatever you want. Oh, yeah, well, let's see. I used to call them man makers when I was running them in basketball. Well, yeah, yeah, line drills, uh, uh, crushers, uh, yeah, uh, man makers. Um, so you go to the line and back, and then you go to the half court and back, and you know, all three quarter, uh, yeah, and, and then all the way to the end. And and, and 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 if the coach is pissed off, you run those and you run those and you run those and you run those. We had the when when I was playing in high school, um, there was this guy that was constantly kissing his girlfriend in the hallways. It was on the basketball team. And so because of him, we all had to run. 
It was always a team thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And they and, wanted to embarrass you in front of the team. Well, but but I was like that that what that one particular incident got me because I'm running because of him, right? And, and I had nothing to do with it. But but you are a team. Yeah, that's, that's part of being with the team. Is to, well, well, everybody gets the same punishment. And 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 then also those line drills. Uh, you get to college, and like at NDSU, Irv Inninger, mm-hmm. you had to run 30 line drills, and you had to run them like in 22 seconds apiece. Absolute murder. Yeah. Absolute murder. Guys are like vomiting and, and just dropping out left and right and claiming their contact lenses have fallen out. <laughs> you know, and, and it was bad. Uh, yeah, I'll, there's there's definitely ways that coaches can get back at you. Well, uh, when I was in the well in in the NFL, we used to go from sideline to sideline. Yeah, and it had to be, you know, backs had a certain time and wide receivers had a certain time that you you had to beat it. No, and and I was just going to ask you that. I know they have a similar thing in football, and so that yeah, that 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 yeah, sideline to sideline thing. But you go, it was two hundred yards, so they, it's fifty yards each way. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there were definitely some linemen and stuff that were really sucking, but it <laughs> came to do because it was usually about the last thing that they do in a practice and it was kind of more for humiliation than than anything else so well it 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 definitely got you in shape well and and and, you know we're both old school guys and and so that kind of thing was kind of uh accepted you know happenstance no matter what did you ever like play a, a like say in high school play a sport and and and, and the team not perform very well, and when the game was over, the coach make you have practice. I I don't think that ever happened to me. Oh, that happened I, to me a couple of times. <laughs> I, it was just embarrassing as hell. There's still people in the stands, and you're out there running. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think that ever happened to me. But I mean, it was definitely threatened. I know that. Oh yeah. Well, there's nothing like playing a whole game and then getting to practice afterward. Well, and that would normally mean that you were at home, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Unless you, you know, or you're at Fargo North or Fargo South or something like that, and you'd, you'd go back to your own, get back to your own gym and huh. and put your stuff back on again. No, I remember going to the locker room and then having to come back out. Well, uh, I was usually looking for something to eat after a game. Yeah, yeah I was looking for something to drink. Oh. <laughs> Uh, well, okay. Um, I did. Want we to... didn't drink at Shanley. Yeah, I suppose not. You guys just had communion. Well, we had communion wine. Yeah, that had been the only alcohol that we could get our hands on. <laughs> uh, we stole the wine from the church. You did. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Um, well, girl sports. A Maine girl beats boys to win the second straight state wrestling title. So this is her second one. She won last year, too, at a a lower weight class. But 17-year-old Maddie Ripley competed 
on Saturday in the 113-pound weight class of the Class B High School Wrestling Tournament in Rumford, Maine. Ripple beat a male opponent from Belfast High School to win her second straight title. Ripley's triumph occurred the same day that Audrey Jimenez, a senior at Sunnyside High School in Tucson, Arizona, made history by becoming the first girl to win a title at the AIA Arizona High School Wrestling Championships, competing against boys in the 107-pound weight class. Um, kind of a big deal. I know uh, I see producers over here, so we got an ad we got to do, I bet. Uh, usually Albatross or Churchill first, one of the two. Uh, but no, I, I'm, I'm happy for these girls. Yeah, that's uh, quite an accomplishment. Uh, big deal, way long, long way from the early '70s title line. Right. So, Take it away. got it. Winter in the Northland means no golf, right? Wrong. Looking to get in around a golf in a climate-controlled winter oasis? Want to just whack some balls at the virtual driving range and work on your swing? Check out Albatross Indoor Golf Club in Grand Forks with more than 90 courses, range venues, and games including Pebble Beach, St. Andrews, TPC Sawgrass, and more. All on an incredibly accurate optical-based simulators from driving to putting. Play straight up, team up for a scramble, play tournaments, or join the two-person scramble league. It's fun for everyone and all ages are welcome too. Call or text 701-757-3220 to set up a tee time. Check out Albatross Indoor Golf Club at the Columbia Mall, your home for the best indoor golf experience around. Well, there, we're back. Uh, so, yeah, kudos to those girls. Uh, Title Nine started all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I talk about playing Little League Baseball the first time a girl played on a team with us. Mm-hmm. And she ended up getting like the game-winning hit of the game, and she was the hero. And I scored the like the tying run off off her hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody mobbed me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there yeah, you know, there's two sides of that story too. There were also some other places where girls were um, gonna wrestle a guy for either a championship or just you know in the tournament and. You know, they get ready to, you know, go out on the on the mat, and the boy comes out there and forfeits. Really? Yeah. Because well, he doesn't want to get beat down by a girl, or well, just, does, just he, doesn't he, want to wrestle a girl. Right. Huh. I would I, think I'd want to wrestle a girl. I don't think I would really want to <laughs> wrestle a girl either. Well, it, I mean, because that is a pretty. Uh, close contact sport oh very and i mean the way you finagle your legs and arms and all of the conjunctions of it it, it uh, i might let her win <laughs> well that's as i say i think you'd be better off just to say yeah huh. i don't i don't want to I don't want to participate in it. Well, I don't know. But anyway, for these girls that did fight these guys and, and, and win, that's, that's good for them. Um, well, I, I, you know, I, I've been not wanting to get into the NBA stuff until Supersonic calls in because I know he's got a ton of stuff to say about that. So, <laughs> so he watched it? Well, I, I don't know that anybody watched it because it was the lowest rated uh, 
All Star game in twenty years. So was it like on a Sunday night or what night even was it? Uh yeah. Yeah, it was a Sunday night. And like after dinner or Yeah, well, the game started about seven thirty, eight o'clock. Okay. And and it was hard to watch, Bill. I, I clicked over there a couple times and it was like the offense came down the court and the defense just went off to the sidelines and let them go through. And like the the, 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 the sports writers and, and ESPN guys and everybody else were saying, if the players don't give a shit, why should the fans? I mean... But yet there were a lot of fans in the stands, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you, could, you could sell out a stadium, but I wouldn't pay to see that. Well, would you go to the, the football all-star game? No, I don't want to see the flag football either. Yeah, I mean, but, but and that's yet my, there were people in the stands for that. But but that's the thing is, is that they're more like autograph seekers and that kind of thing. I think than, than actual wanting to see a game. And the way they're doing these all these all star games now, they might as well not do them at all. They might as well just have a break. Well, even a, then, the Super Bowl too. I I, I know. Saw, have you seen those commercials and stuff where they've interviewed some of the people in the stands? And the question basically was, what did you pay for your ticket? Oh. And I mean, I think the lowest that somebody admitted to was like 6000 a piece. I had paid $6,000 to see no and game now, But whatsoever. that was the lowest one. Well, yeah, I know. So the nosebleed seats. You know, I... Oh, man. But I mean, they, they showed, you know, people are saying 13000 it's 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 astronomical. I I, just, I don't. To, I mean that's not what a normal NFL fan can afford. No. Well, even even like uh, and I talked about going to the NFC Championship game in New York in two thousand and one to watch the Vikings get the forty one zero goose egg. <laughs> those those tickets for like and, and Giant Stadium had three three levels. The lower level, the mezzanine, and then the upper level. And we were in the mezzanine, close down to the bottom of it. But that was like $500 a ticket then. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of money. I mean, uh, but I mean besides your flight out there and your motel and everything else, it was yeah. you know about a $4,000 trip. It's, it's a lot better just to watch it on TV. And those prices have doubled, if not tripled, you know, for something like that before you ever get to the Super Bowl. There's Supersonic Steve. Hello there. There he is. So um, I'm on. You're on. Supersonic yes, Steve. We don't have any Raven. <laughs> I can't. Ray, no Raven tonight. Yeah, uh, she's out. Oh, that's right. She told us she wasn't going to be here. Yeah, she's out skiing in Montana, breaking a leg that, or something. Well, right on, right on. Good for her. I sent her a message and asked her to call us from her hospital bed. <laughs> you mean son of a gun? <laughs> can't help it. <laughs> But, but no, um, we we just started to touch on the NBA All Star Game. Oh and, God! And, and all we basically talked about was, uh, well, it was the lowest rated uh, All Star Game in twenty years. Um, just over four million fans watched it, and that kind of sounds right in line with what Bill was comparing. What was it? What was the? There was NBA, and then there was football one oh. weekend, and you were. Like the football was over 10 million viewers and the, the 
NBA was like about four million. Yeah, and you were you were talking about the disparity there, but the fact of that all 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 the sports and their all star games right now, why have them? I mean, Bingo. Yeah, I don't know. Have, has the NHL have they had theirs? Not yet, but but they theirs do. Still coming. Well, up. they do all those skill competitions and stuff, but they're they've turned it into an offensive display too, where. But but this this NBA All Star Game was, and I only watched bits and pieces of it because it was so pathetic. It, it was it was, like I said, Carl Anthony Towns, the seven foot Timberwolf center, is dri- getting a defensive rebound and dribbling the ball up the court, and the defense is parting like the Red Sea, just letting. Well, one of them scored two hundred points, didn't they? Yeah, two hundred and eleven to one eighty six. I was saying to Sandy before the game that it was going to be 185 to 170. Who wants to watch this shit? And here it is, 211 to 186. I mean, that's ridiculous. And, 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 and I was just telling Bill that, that the bottom line is, is if the players don't give a shit, why should the fans? Yeah. Bingo. I mean, true. I mean, it's, I didn't even watch it. I, I quit watching the All-Star game years ago because it's, it's not basketball. Well, I, I, I go back, you know, the 1976 All-Star game was a competitive game between East and West, and Dave Bing won the MVP award. You know, yeah, Detroit. It, it, it was a competitive game. And, and that, that when, even when Magic and Larry and Michael were playing, it was competitive games. And they oh, might have, yeah. th- those teams would coast for three quarters, but when the fourth quarter came around, it was damn serious basketball. And, and Kobe was the one that came, shit. I don't know. He's been gone for what about three years now, something like that. Yeah. But but he had an interview talking about the All Star Game and how how the the competition at UCLA pickup games with pro players was more intense than the All Star Game. You can get hurt there just as easily. You know that was the whole thing was injuries, and and we used to have the the, the old timers game too. So, so that's you, true. Yeah, you, you used to have those those former NBA players would play a, a shortened version, and then one year uh, David Thompson and Norm Nixon both blew their knees out the same game. Yeah, you know these are guys after retirement. <laughs> you know, trying to do moves that they couldn't do anymore. <laughs> so but that, you know what other you know what other thing is today too. What it's the anniversary of. The oh, mir- no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, what is that, Bill? Miracle on Ice. Oh. Is that, oh, ice, is that ice skating? Uh, it is <laughs> ice fishing. <laughs> ice fishing. Yeah. No, the- yeah, because I heard the Herb Brooks um, speech this morning on TV. And then Al Michaels was talking about it on my way over here. So he was just saying mm-hmm. how... You know, it's so great for that event that, you know, it was a very happy thing that normally when somebody asks you, um, where were you when John F. Kennedy got shot? Or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. But this is something like, where were you when the U.S. beat Russia? Because, yeah. I mean, we wanted to beat the Russians, and the Russians were the greatest. Well, they were basically a bunch of pro players. Right, playing against a bunch of college kids, right? Young college kids at that, and, and and but that is really a good speech that he has in that movie. Well, you know, Herb Brooks, rest his soul, car accident victim, right? 
Yeah, I think, I think somewhere that's between right. St. Cloud and Minneapolis. I was going to say, wasn't he in Minnesota when he passed away? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he was in Minnesota pretty much his whole life, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think he was still involved oh. in hockey. But, uh, I mean, no, he was the, a Gophers for quite a while. The, the miracle on ice, though, um, you know, that's one of those things that – and, and I, 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 you know, I, I kid when I'm talking about it. I know what you're talking about because I was listening to sports radio all day today, and, and that was the main topic 44 years ago today. Yeah. And um, what they talked about was how people today don't understand the Cold War background of that. You know, they were... When like the our, game was going on. Yes, that was our natural enemy. Yes. You know, and, and to take them down, and, and it was the same way for them. To lose to, to, to the U.S. would be just this atrocious thing. They probably all got sent to Siberia, Siberia when they got home, or at least half the team. It's well, not, and that too, you remember, you know, was tape delayed too when they played it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was the other thing. It was like, you know you didn't watch it live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember where that was played at? Lake Placid, New York. Yeah, yeah it was That's what I thought, yeah. That's what I uh, thought, yeah. Uh, uh, and, and I know that because I, a guy I went to law school uh, with was uh, a student at West Point at the time. And he actually was at the game. Oh, oh man. How he, cool he, he, And he, he'll tell you right now, he had no idea how big that was going to be. You know, he was just I hope glad he, he kept his ticket. Well, I don't know if he did that, but but he oh, that, that is that is one thing that he 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 marks that he'll tell you about it every any time you want to hear it. I he, bet he was I actually bet. there, and and not a sports fan really either. You know, kind of a yeah, ca- casual sports fan. That would have been a good game to be at. Yeah, I remember just how nervous I was just watching the end of the game, just. <laughs> Crinching my fist and going, man, come on, come on, you know. And then Al Michaels, you know, the, uh, that was that oh, was crazy. Uh, that, was th- that that you bring up Al Michaels, <laughs> the the fact that Al Michaels did that game. So this was still early on in broadcast uh, expansion. Al Michaels was picked to do that because he was like the only guy they could find that understood the lines in hockey, the blue line, mm. the red line, you know. Oh. He'd he'd seen enough to barely know what he was talking about. He did, and and so that's how he landed that gig. That he was this Al Michaels before he was Al Michaels. Well, Al Michaels wow. has been in about five or six different sports. Yeah, I mean he he been, is very it'd been, knowledgeable. It'd have been like putting me calling that game when I first got to Grand Forks, having seen one hockey game. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it was just, you know, the World Cup, you know, Gold Cup. Yeah, yeah. no big deal. Yeah. Just go out there and wing it. Basically. <laughs> but, yeah, the miracle. But that was the Olympics, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gold medal, yeah. yeah. And, and and so today on, on well, uh, the Jack Michael show out of Fargo or wherever he broadcasts out of. Mm-hmm. And um, there's, that, was, that was their main topic today, too, was that. But then they wanted you to compare it to something, you know, the text in or call in. And I, I usually do several times a day to those guys, and constantly they're using my comments. <laughs> they're stealing your great lines. Yeah, yeah they are. But I, um, I, I talked about uh, they, they wanted you to compare it to something you remembered for the first time. And I, I talked about the, the girl playing on the Little League team 
mm-hmm. and getting the game-winning hit, Title IX. But then I also said, well, you can't talk about the miracle on ice without referencing the 1972 Olympic gold medal game in basketball when the U.S. got hosed so terribly. By the Russians. Yeah, the Russians... They put we tie- sure had a hatred for the Russians back well, then, didn't the we? goddamn game ended like three times, Bill, and they kept putting time on the clock yeah. until Russia scored, you know? And, and to this day, like Mike Bantam, uh, Doug Collins, all the guys from that team have not accepted that silver medal. Hmm. Yeah. And I wouldn't either. Yeah. It, that, that Doug game- Collins, that guy was a good ball player, man. He was a good coach, too. He, he, well, he, yeah, he, he had a nice long career in both 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 arenas. He was actually yeah. Michael Jordan's coach in Chicago before Phil, yep. Phil came yeah. along and pushed him out. Uh, but Doug Collins, what I remember most about his playing career was the 1977 NBA Finals. And when Daryl Dawkins uh, got into it, Bobby Gross, the forward from the Portland Trailblazers, Daryl Dawkins was the center for the Sixers. And, fo, fo, fo. and 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 Daryl Dawkins took a a swing, a big haymaker swing, and he missed, and he punched Doug Collins in the side of the eye, his teammate, and Doug Collins ended up getting stitches. And as that melee was going on, uh, Maurice Lucas was the quintessential power forward in the NBA for many years. Uh, Daryl Dawkins didn't want nothing to do with Maurice Lucas. I don't, not, and he shouldn't. Maurice Lucas. That was one bad dude. More, uh, wasn't he Marquette boy? Yes. Maurice, yeah. Maurice Lucas was the power forward. Well, talking oh. about punches, how about the Red River Shanley game? Oh, yeah, here you go. Which, which side are you on in that fence there, Bill? <laughs> well, so, so we had a hockey game here this past week where the Red River Rough Riders played the uh, Fargo-Shanley. Uh, it wasn't a hockey game, though. Oh, it was a basketball game. Right. In fact, it was a ba- well, I'm used to hockey. <laughs> okay. but, but no, it was Red, well, it Red, ended up a hockey Red, game. Red River basketball team from Grand Forks played the uh, Fargo-Shanley uh, basketball team. And in Fargo. In, in Fargo. But this, is, this was even away from the... Action too. The ball wasn't involved. I think it was the end of the game too, wasn't it? Yeah, close to it. It wasn't quite the end. Okay, but but and and nobody saw it. It just happened to get caught on camera. Somebody was videotaping. Okay, and so this Red River kid. It was kind of. It was a shot, a missed shot that rebounded out to almost to the top of the key. Well, and it was kind of like this guy ended up pushing somebody, and then he kind of turned around and clocked him. <laughs> and this guy just hit him right in the back of the head. Yeah, with with, with a, a fist. fist. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you could see the referees; they didn't really see it. Like no, they said, didn't see I, it. The referees, because because the ball bounded out to the top of the key, but then it ended up down under the basket like a pass or something. Right. So and so all the action went down under the basket, and these two guys are standing closer to the free throw line. Right. When he throws this punch, and it was this video that somebody got, and, and, and post game they posted it. Oh. <laughs> and. Now this kid's being investigated. They're investigating the incident. Well, and it was the Red River kid did the punching, 
and uh, Shanley kid didn't retaliate at all. No, he, he just did. he just walked away from the situation. He walked down towards half court. Well, I saw him uh, made a comment about he was just stunned. He couldn't believe it. Well, I mean that is not the right spot to really hit somebody either in the back of the skull. I'd, would almost hurt your hand more than it's going to hurt his head, isn't it? Well, it maybe maybe it was satisfying. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, are, I, are they in the playoffs or anything? State playoffs got to be coming up soon. They're close. They? So the basketball is just getting to the regionals. Um, the state hockey tournament started today. Uh, okay. Keith Cummings is telling me that uh, Central is up six to nothing. Oh boy! Who are they playing? They're playing uh, somebody from the West. Yeah, yeah. Well, all the West teams have lost so far again. Yeah, well, that's how it usually goes. <laughs> four, four East teams, four West teams, and the West teams usually go home early. Well, Dickinson, pack was, your bags, fella. Dickinson Let's was go home. Uh, don't Dick, don't pack for two nights. Dickinson was the number <laughs> one. Bismarck Legacy, he says. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's that's a Lamaru school. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's, well, he's only doing a what, what he can. school? Well, the head coach out there is uh, one of the Lamaru uh, boys that played here. Oh, okay. Played for the Sioux. Played for UND and played high school hockey here and won some championships. And, yeah. Um, so, so there's there's a handful of uh, uh, displaced uh, former Sioux players out there this, trying to develop the West. Keith should send us some. I, I trying to get some of the scores from the Minnesota hockey tournament and I kind of I thought I saw where Rozo got beat well I don't know like Rozo's not going to make state well I thought I saw Moorhead got beat well I thought I, I saw that too Keith Cummings help us out man those 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 are peren, uh, perennial we need uh, powers. to know we need to know the Ro- status of well, Warroad Rozo and Moorhead for sure. Well, he says in East Grand Forks. He said Rozo girls lost eight to two to Hill Murray. Okay, and that so was at the tournament, though, right? I'm, I think they made the tournament. Well, it beats me. Well, I, I saw a list of I'm, all the girls that are going to colleges to play hockey. Oh, everybody and, on that team, I suppose. Well, there were some of the teams that had eight girls that are playing college. Yeah. You know, it was either juniors or seniors, so it's girls that have committed already. But it's unbelievable how many girls there were. Well, he says uh, he says War Road beat Proctor Hermantown two to one in overtime. Is that girls also, Keith? Yeah, well, it'll take him a second to get to us. Um, speaking of Hermantown, <laughs> Bill and I were out last night. To the Shire, not to Hermantown. No, to the Shire Bar and Grill, uh, one of our our ads that we typically do from the uh, Riverside. Well, you're supposed to cinema. send a message to somebody tonight too, aren't you? Well, that's uh, that's her name. I'm, I'm looking up. Uh, I had to write it down. She was our waitress, Abby Larson from Hermantown, was our waitress at the Shire Bar and Grill. Oh, last she night. was from Hermantown. Huh? Yeah, and uh, what a delightful young gal. Uh, taking care of us at the at the Shire Barn Grill, and like I said, that that's one of our our advertisers. So uh, I wanted to make sure we pointed her out. You want me to do that ad right now? Yep. Might as well get into it. Hang on, guys.
one. There we go. River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner at a movie destination in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia-packed restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are Ordinary Angels, Demon Slayer, Drive-Away Dolls, Chosen Season 4, Episodes 4 through 6, Bob Marley, One Love, Madame Webb, Argyle, the Beekeeper Migration, Anyone But You Wonka, Trolls Band Together, and Dune Part 2. Find the complete showtimes online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday $5 movie special all day long and the $5.50 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family-owned and operated. And, and, and those recliners, they're replacing a whole bunch of those. Did you see that, Bill? The whole the whole corridor corridor hallway was full of big boxes with new reclining chairs. Oh, is that when you were walking over to the VFW? You saw in, in, those in and out both. But no, I I, I was glad to see that. Uh, so yeah, they're stepping up their game. Yeah, no, they're 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 keeping it going. So yeah, happy for that. And and like I said, Abby Larson. I told her we were going to give her a shout-out. She's probably listening tonight. So, yeah, what a girl. Well, Hermantown, they've got a good hockey program. Well, Hermantown, they're the, they're the place that uh, they made, like, the state championship game six years in a row and lost every time. Well, and then the, finally won in, like, the seventh year. Sandlin sends his kids there. Oh, well, there you go. Scott Sandlin, the head coach at University of North uh, Minnesota Duluth. Yeah, How close is that to Grand Forks? Well, Duluth is on the uh, two fifty. I'd say. Yeah, it's it's uh, Duluth is on the uh, eastern edge of Minnesota, but it's straight down Highway Two from here. And so, a couple hours to get there. About three, about three. Three. Um, yeah. It's a it's a great place, though. I've been uh, to uh, UND hockey games on the road down there many many times. We used to take the family down and stay in the same hotel with the UND team and eat in the same restaurants and. Um, the whole facility is is uh, connected by skyways. Oh, nice! So, so everything you know, you're never going outside, even over to the arena. Uh, they have a new arena now. Um, I I don't know. It, 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 the the old place they had was this cozy little dump, and then <laughs> and, and and the place they have now is a little bit bigger cozy dump. And it's on the the shores of Lake Superior, right? Yeah, the the, the arena is right on the shore. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know about you guys, but I am looking forward to hitting up uh, Dune Part 2. Dune Part 2. Yeah. (laughs) Well, isn't that where the wreck of the Edmunds Fitzgerald was, too? Wasn't that Lake Superior? Right outside of Duluth. Hey, I don't know Gordon Lightfoot. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of my favorite songs when it was out. Me too. I always liked that. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I've, I've, uh, and actually, the last uh, time I saw the Duluth Bulldogs play, uh, we happened to be down there, uh, Sandy and I, and I, um, I went to Duluth, uh, played Michigan Tech, so it wasn't even UND involved, just to see the place, and you know. You guys ever see the movie The Jerk? Yes. With, with, with Steve, Martin. Steve Martin? Yeah. Okay, he, he, he grew up in a poor black family in this shack. Right. And then when he got wealthy, he just built a bigger shack. 
That's the Duluth Arena, the deck center. <laughs> well, I I remember going to games. Well, we're we're so spoiled because you know what we have here. Yeah. Oh shit, There's Cadillac. No, no comparison. Go ahead, Bill. No. You remember going to games? Well, yeah, I remember. Well, actually, Ann, when she was playing volleyball at St. Cloud, they ended up playing Duluth at that time. So we went out to Duluth for that. But the other thing they have is they have Lutzen up there, which is a good ski resort. And Did you hear that, Raven? <laughs> <laughs> and there's also the North Shore that starts right there. Oh, yeah. And, you know, goes up into Canada. So that's supposed to be just a great tourist spot. Well, I've, I've never been up the North Shore, but... I've heard quite a bit about it. Well, I know my daughter and her husband have, and I, I know people go up there and hike, and, and it's all kinds of beautiful terrain, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Earthy. Sa- Sandy's got family on both sides. Her mom and dad both had siblings and cousins lived in the Duluth area, so we would go down there and visit them. And uh, Of course, they're mostly gone now, but that that was the thing and and even at one time uh her one of her cousins owned a bar out there called the landing and we would go to that place and hmm. you know it was always it was fun to go down there because you had people to visit and, and and of course it's a great place to be besides all the great hockey and right and of course you know Duluth has won three national championships in the last 15 years yeah Sandlin has three right yeah yeah it's you know uh, supersonic Steve you know Scott, Scott Sandlin played for UND and used to be an assistant coach here and so we refer to Duluth as uh UND East East yeah there you go yeah and, and it basically is because his assistant coaches were a lot, oftentimes uh UND players. UND players also so yeah it was it was always yeah, they're not having as good of a year they're, this year. They're, no, they're having a down year, but you know that's that. The so thing, that should be good for the Sioux this weekend. Well, now that we're talking about this, we we brought up the fact that UND went and got swept by Colorado College out there, and then they got swept at home by them. But they've been doing pretty well against everybody else in the nation. However, I was seeing a thing about the pot pairwise, and so UND is still atop the NCHC. Uh, yeah, by like one point. Over Denver or St. Cloud? I think it's St. Cloud. Well, from what I understand, St. Cloud is ranked number 14 in the pairwise, barely clinging to a possible... The top 16 teams get into the NCAA tournament. Well, I think Colorado College is actually in front of Denver right now, too. Well, I, I, haven't, I haven't checked the pairwise in the last couple of weeks. But well, no, in this, this would be in the NCHC. In the NCHC. Right. But I was listening to, to, to the guys out of the Twin Cities talking about how the NCHC might only have one team in the tournament this year. Oh, I, I, I haven't heard that yet. And we're used to seeing four or five. Right. And so that one team is going to be North Dakota. They better go all the way then. Well, well it's the only one we're worried about. Well, I'll tell you this. Somebody else will probably win the, the, the face-off, the postseason tournament, so you'll get a team in for there. That's the automatic bid, mm-hmm. and I gotta believe St. Cloud will solidify their pairwise before the season's over. Well, I think they have what three weekends left, or yeah, something like that, three or four. Because you get you're gonna get to about what twentieth of March, something like that. Yeah, and and so I I will I would probably bet the house that there's gonna be at least four NCHC teams 
of the 16. You don't bet, though. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I got some horses running right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Where at? Uh, Turfway Park, uh, Charlestown, and earlier today at Gulfstream Park in Florida. I, I've been taking it in the shorts the last month and a half, though. My buddy said the same. I just got off the phone with him. He said the same thing. It's like it's, it's it hasn't been fun. Well, I boy, I'm due, man. I am so due. <laughs> and I, you know, that's that's how it goes with that. You can you some sometimes you can pick damn near every race you put money on, and then you can go months without being able to pick a dog Sniff. anywhere. Yeah. Sniff. Sniff. Favorites no, favorites getting upset left and right. You got. <sighs> Yeah. Ever play, have you ever played the dogs? I, you know, I don't like the dogs. Uh, I have. I have, but the the dogs... He's got the fever, so yeah, he's played dogs. He's played every... Well, I like, I like, I like the, uh, the, 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 the human aspect of horse racing, so you've got a human yeah, on yeah. it. The dogs... Just something different. Something the, different. The dogs come out of a box chasing a phony rabbit, okay, to start with. <laughs> that, yeah, but it's gambling. <laughs> well, it is, but but to 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 handicap a dog versus a horse, I, I, the dogs come out of the dang box and they they can trip and roll over, and, and they might be the fastest dog in the track, but now he's laying in the mud. Like, I just did it a couple times. I just something different. It was it you know I enjoyed it. It was I, fun, I would, but I get when it, it. When it comes to that, I I, I like I like thoroughbred horse racing first and then i like uh harness racing me too second yeah, i like that i have i've 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 had some pretty good luck playing that and, and, and that can pay off in a big way a lot of times it's funny as hell to watch though those horses with the shackled legs little card or whatever on the back well the the leather strappings on their legs so they can't break into a gallop you know it's a it's it's yeah. a, it's it's more of a fast trot and then and then thirdly the dogs so can you can you gamble on what Dale's going to be doing this weekend? Dale? Yeah. Didn't you see that he's uh, announcing over in Thief River? Yeah, like Keith would know about this. What the hell is extreme skating? What the, well, what is what no, is what, it, ext- extreme what? I thought it was uh, vehicles. I th- I thought there were motorcycles and ATVs and and I think they must be they they must slam into the boards or something or Maybe. Like trying to drive on ice? Yeah, that's what it's going to be. From Outside? No, it's in the Ralph Engelstead Arena oh, in indoors? Thief River. Huh. I don't know. I, so there must be some real crashes, or maybe they put hay bales out there or something that they crash into. I don't know. So it's basically rodeo with uh, extreme motorcycle racing, Keith Cummings says. Okay. Is he going to be there helping broadcast too? <laughs> that's his neck of the woods. Well, yeah, it sure is. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's basically like sprints on like your auto racing, but this is on ice inside. I don't know. How often does that place get used other than hockey? <laughs> I don't know. I would say they have concerts and stuff over there too, kind of like what UND would be in the summer that I don't know. I, I think they only have one sheet of ice, so 
they probably try to keep ice in there as much as possible. Well, Keith says he's not going to the extreme motorcycle racing because he's got East Grand Forks hockey and War Road. Oh, okay. Huh. Who's he got winning that game? We'll see. Maybe we'll put some money on that. <laughs> so can we talk college basketball? Fire away. What do you think of LeBron's kid? Zero points, getting beat by uh, Colorado in, I think that might have been in. Uh, USC? Uh, USC. I don't, I, I How'd that turn out for you? I didn't look at that, but the fact that he comes away with a donut, that convinces me he's NBA ready to join the Lakers. and lebron's got ankle problems too yeah isn't it funny the all-star game's over and they're going to play the warriors tonight on the road and uh load management yeah that that little he has uh it, it, it described as left ankle soreness you know i boy the players of the 70s and 80s left ankle soreness that was a shot and a pill, and out the court you go. Okay. You're not missing anything. You're getting paid, aren't you? Yeah. This, guy, this, this, this guy's got a hangnail. He's got to go into the hospital and have it treated. <laughs> Shit. So how do you think, you know, he keeps talking about Brawny, his son, whatever. You know what I mean? So uh, if your kid's playing college, you know, obviously it's D1 good basketball, but to go zero and then you're telling the whole world that he's ready to play in the NBA right now. It does. I don't know. Well, that doesn't make sense to me. Not, not only that it's, it's a uh, disrespectful to the NBA players on your team. Exactly. Because those guys could be scoring 30 points a game playing for USC where Bronny is averaging less than five points a game or something like that, and then he goes with a donut, he ain't ready to play in the CBA. So are there, are there any other father-son duos in the NBA? Father-son? Curry, Seth Curry, when his dad played, but not many. Not cur- no, I was not, thinking not, about not that. At the not same, no, not, not simultaneously. Oh, not right now, just, no. Not, just, not, like, not like Ken Griffey Sr. Right. and Jr. playing right. baseball right. together or anything right. like that. No, no, there, no. There, are, there are offspring of guys playing, but there are no... There, there are, you but know, but and, if you and, think about it, not many. There hasn't been that many father-sons that played in the NBA. Well, no, because most of the time the sons aren't anywhere near as good. Um, Al Horford... Uh, for the Boston Celtics, Tito Horford, his dad played in the NBA. Uh, That's true. Rick Barry, Rick Barry had his two sons play in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, well, that one guy from Seattle, he's got about eight or ten different sons. He must have one floating around the league somewhere, no. doesn't he? No, they're they're out on the street. <laughs> what was his name again? Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp. Yeah. The the rain, rain man. The rain he man. did rain. He did rain <laughs> all over town. Yeah, he rained something. <laughs> God, you guys, we're bad tonight. You know, I, I did. I did do um, at one time. I, I researched uh, NBA players that had fathered the most kids with the most different women, and um, you guys remember a guy named Calvin Murphy? Oh shit. 
Wasn't he a little yeah. short? Yeah, like five foot nine. Played most of his career with the Houston Rockets. Rockets, yep, yep, yep. Um, there you go. He was a uh, baton twirler. On top of that, do, do, do you guys remember this? I didn't know that. Yeah, yes. I know. He was. Yeah, a, I did. Yeah. He had these really Very fast hands and too. a baton twirler. But this dude has kids everywhere. Five, five, nine. <laughs> well, wasn't it Wilt that supposedly had all the girlfriends? Well, Wilt, Wilt said something to the effect that he slept with 10,000 women, and they went through the numbers and, and, and said it was impossible, and, 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 and then he had to explain that he was, it was just a kind of tongue-in-cheek thing that you know, maybe it was only 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, okay. poor bastard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, and 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 you know I don't care if Wilt he's still I reverence Wilt because that there's only one Wilt Chamberlain and, and will only be one yeah forever I mean the, the things yeah. he did and and you know he's in the he's in the volleyball Hall of Fame too you know he 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 did so many other things and he was a great track athlete high jumper and track guy uh, besides Kansas. yeah besides all the basketball and and no he. He was one of a kind, you know, and, and didn't he play for the Globetrotters too? Yes, even before yeah, the Globetrotters before he came to the NBA. So the the guy had a great career and, and then he's in Conan the Barbarian for cripe's sake. Come on. Well, I hear the Globetrotters are coming to Grand Forks. Oh well I saw something. Uh, you know, once Curly Neal and Meadowlark Lemon left, I kinda lost <laughs> track of them. Yeah, it was what are you going to do? Those, you, know, you have those heroes. Um, so Keith is saying that uh, what, somebody plays the winner of Crookston and Detroit Lakes at 2 p.m. So the winner of the East, East, East Grand Forks and War Road plays uh, Crookston or Detroit Lakes. I would say the upper hand would be the East Grand Forks War Road team, whichever one. You would think, but. Uh, who knows? Crookston Pirates every once in a while will have a. Halfway decent team. But they team. said somebody. They oh, got no, he beat said. By that team that got beat, they got beat by St. Cloud. Either Warro or Rosso. Huh. And they had beaten them like seven to nothing or something earlier in the year. No. no, no. Well, I don't know. Um, Producer Paul, want to get that Churchill shoe ad up? Yep. Do it. All right. Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. 
Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand City Mall. Well, there we go. We got the advertisement in, getting the bills paid. Um, yeah, trying to stay on top of stuff. Uh, did you guys happen to see uh, the brawl, college basketball brawl? Uh, well, first, uh, Keith says that the Rosal boys got beat by St. Cloud in the section tournament. Huh. So that means they're out of... And, and East Grand Forks plays Baudette, played Baudette tonight and will play the winner of Crookston Detroit Lakes. There you go. So East Grand Forks is playing Baudette tonight, and they'll get the winner of Crooks and Detroit Lakes. But Ro- Rozo's in double-A. Yeah, yeah. And Warroad's yeah. in A. Right, right. And East Grand Forks is in A. A, yes, yes. And Moorhead's in double-A. So double-A. it's usually yep. Rozo. Rozo and Moorhead, yeah. And then and, and Warroad, off. East Grand Forks. Um, but eight basketball players got suspended for a post-game brawl between Texas A&M Commerce... I heard about this and one. Incarnate Word, right? Now, Incarnate Word isn't that like a like a parochial or Christian school or something of some sort? Oh, They've they, been up here though, right? They for football. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Because they've got a pretty good FCS program for football. So anyway, these it's the handshake line again, just <laughs> like just like what Oral Roberts and NDSU here a season or so ago, yeah. handshake line and then throwing haymakers at each other. But eight players are suspended. Um, a young girl, a fan, leaves the arena with a bloodied face. She just got caught in the middle of it. And then a student manager also. Hmm. And, and, you know, I, I didn't bother to go through the list of names of the players that were being suspended because I don't see any of them being in the NBA. Maybe Bronner. Well, I, I don't think they're Division One schools. No, they're not. But but still, I mean, no. this kind of thing though is starting to happen more on the regular. Where 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 these they're going nowhere. Either one of these places, right? You know, so to, to get that way, I, I don't know. But anyway, that did that, you, did you see your stuff about uh, Grant Nelson too? Well, he had some big games again. He yeah, he did like last night. Yeah, they beat uh, Florida Gators. Right, and yeah. he had like twenty-two points and so many blocks. And I saw a a still photo of him flying to the basket, right, for a dunk. So I I saw you know highlights of that game, and then they also said there's a girl, her name's like Dukeshire, and she plays Abby Dukeshire. Yeah, she Abby Dukeshire from 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 Kindred. Kindred somewhere. Down oh, there. that girl. Who. She could play. Well, she's uh, playing softball, you know, within, you know, a mile of where they were playing basketball. So you got two North Dakota kids playing on this Alabama campus, and she gets up and she just knocks one over the fence and hits the 
she's, light pole out in in left field and bounces back onto the field. Well, when she was a senior, she won the the state championship in basketball here. Okay. And I watched. I followed her because that girl was fun to watch play basketball. And she's not very big either. She just was that good. Well, she sure had a nice swing on this ball for the home run. Yeah. Uh, no, I said, well, good for her. And I, I mean, I when I when I heard she she was she was going to Alabama before Grant Nelson was because oh. he was at NDSU and right. And so when I heard she was going down there, I was kind of uh, like, ooh, I don't know if that's really the place for you, little blonde white girl. <laughs> well, and especially, you wouldn't think softball would be a real strong sport from North Dakota. No, yeah, they're than... athletes, though, man. They've got good athletes there, man. You do. Yeah. Tough kids, you know. But, uh, I mean, this year is going to be a different spring. So, you know, the baseball, softball players are probably going to get a, a lot of games in this year. Yeah, you, you, Supersonic, do you know it was like 50 degrees here today and most of the the snow is melted away and we've had like one Perfect. of the mildest mildest Februarys I think I've ever seen uh but I'm 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 a little concerned about what March has in store for us So does baseball start in uh first of March then high school back uh, there Ours is more May well, May? it's usually yeah. it's supposedly in April, but normally the fields are still covered with with snow, and they're they're all they're doing is playing indoor. Unless okay, they're, but they're not playing games. Unless no. you have turf. Yeah, but but no, it's. Well, but it's, they're not playing games. No, no, but but most. So of the you're time, trying what? Put a whole season in a month? Well, most of the time the um, the the first part, the first three or four scheduled games don't take place because of the weather you know even, right but if even, you don't start till may what graduations what middle of june or something like that yeah yeah well so well, you're trying to cram season. It's, it's the end of may yeah but we're we're you know you, you're comparing so college baseball even the twins couldn't play games in target field to start with because of the weather you know and they're that's april but doesn't the college have a baseball team? I thought they did. No, UND no. doesn't. No, UND doesn't. NDSU does. Oh, UND oh, did. Oh. UND's baseball team was a really good baseball team, much like their wrestling team was, and they were a casualty of Title IX. Oh shit! There you go. Yeah, no. perfect. Yeah, yeah, probably the perfect. same. And and the same thing, time we lost hockey. Well, the thing the thing that kills me about. The, the elimination of, of, of men's sports like wrestling and, and baseball and swimming is that those were basically self-sufficient programs. You know, they had the bake sales and the parents kicked in and the university, state wasn't paying for them. They didn't save any money by cutting those programs. I, that, that's what gets me. They just, they just leveled the numbers but I think UND does have a golf team now. And well, it's, didn't when do they play team? that? They must play in the spring. Well, didn't they, they get rid? Yeah, didn't didn't they eliminate the golf team for a minute? Right, and brought and, them back. Well, no. I, I, as I say, I I think it's alumni that brought them back. The alumni did right. So they've got some endowment or something that 
you know, they figure they get X amount of dollars out of off of it every year, and that's what they use to run the program. Well, I they had they had a pretty elite re, uh, swimming program, right? They had a pretty darn good baseball program. They had a great pool. I mean, that was yeah. the nicest pool in the state there for yes. a while. Yes, and 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 then and then the uh, wrestling program was just as good as anybody's. They weren't maybe NDSU's, but well, no, they weren't beating NDSU when I was in school. Well, I don't know. Uh, Seventy-three to seventy-six. No, oh, NDSU was way above them at that hmm. at that level. You guys used to ride horses to class, right? No, <laughs> no we we. <laughs> We had to we had to walk everywhere, like tying them up like at the saloon. I don't know. Uh, You're bad. You're bad, man. I can't You're help bad. It. I can't help it. I like. Well, I get enough shit from this guy. <laughs> uh, You're supposed to be giving it to Raven, and Raven's not even here. So you're you're it, man. Bill, you're it. Yeah, he, and, and you know what? He, he has he has he hasn't even slammed me once tonight. I don't know what he was. Yeah, we still got a few minutes class, left. Yeah, we still got a couple. We're gonna start talking left. about Class B or something, <laughs> and then his daughter will gang up on me too. Well, there must be some Class B coming up next week, I would think. Well, uh, we had all the, all the basketball action. Um, you know, we follow that four wins school. You know that that new class uh, division, though. Holy shit! Four wins, playing Devil's Lake and playing Oak Grove and playing Shiloh and playing Valley City's in there. Yeah, right. I mean, it's a gauntlet. It's yeah, Grafton. Right. It's 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 no. There's no easy opponent ever. And then like Ryan, you know, they didn't go into that second division. They went to the third division. Well, they stayed in, 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 in yeah, the, oh, the, the lower B one. Or if you yeah. got, I guess B. I guess you got double A, yeah. A, a and B. Is and that? B, I think that's how it goes because they, they, nobody wanted to be called C because oh. that was disparaging. Oh, and that's what I play, I cl- play years class. ago. It's, it's bad enough that if you say class B around here with Bill's family... <laughs> We, we, we would, That's more Anne than it is me. Well, Anne, his daughter Anne was a, a volleyball player at St. Cloud and a great volleyball player in high school and played basketball too. And, uh, of course, the whole Deutsch family, Bill and his brothers, you know, the football legends. But uh, Anne, I used to sit with her and we'd be talking sports and she would go, but that's class B. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like 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 it was third world or something. Hey, there's a lot of good athletes come out of small schools. A lot of great athletes. Well, I'll tell you what the 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 the, the bigger scorers, the more phenomenal one on one players came out of Class B. The, the Class A system back in the day, they were lucky to score uh, forty points a game. The way they held the ball and passed it around the perimeter, you you'd have thought you'd been watching uh, Dean Smith's four corners offense. Oh, you got the Klein saucers is the only people you got that were anything in Class B. Jeez. Yeah, okay. Sherry and Jim. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Boy, I hope you slip on the ice. <laughs> oh, wait, there's no <laughs> there's ice. No ice, there's no ice out there. Yeah. You just skate right onto it. Yeah. All right. Well, baseball. 
I got to get in some baseball signings. Uh, what well, the big controversy I'm hearing about is uniforms. What have you been reading this stuff? I haven't seen nothing about uniforms. Oh, they're saying. Oh, I have. They, they got. They don't no, like them. Yeah, they don't like them. You got fanatics. It, it went from Nike to fanatic, fanatics. Apparently, what is or, fanatics? Or is that a be, brand? Yeah. That's you know, what, like, they owned you go by to Rainbow the, Coalition. You or go to the you go to the mall, or you know, it's like at the Outlet Mall. There's a fanatic store, huh? And so the name on the back is smaller than it was before, and they're just saying that you know they're supposed to be more moisture removed and all this other stuff, and these guys are saying it's a bunch of bunk. Because who was it? It was an era. It was somebody else that, or Majestic, I think it was Majestic, Majestic. that. Yeah. You know they don't have the hats and stuff anymore because I think it's new era for hats. But I think Majestic used to make all the uniforms before, and I think this Fanatics must be probably owned by Nike though, because Nike's got their hands in it somehow too. But oh, so it's all it's still a Nike brand of some kind. Fanatics, but I think aren't all the teams in spring training right now? Yeah, well, that's it, and, they're and, not really playing games yet, though. Well, no, it's or? spring training, so signings going on is basically what's going on. Um, I did have a handful of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, we get into well, the Twins shooting. really didn't do much, have they? I don't. I don't have anything on the Twins. Yeah, um, well, that's that's. I read somebody say that. Yeah, the Twins were pretty silent on. On anything. What, what I did have is uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates and right-handed pitcher Mitch Keller agreed to a five-year, $77 million contract extension. So five years for $77 million. Now get this. The 27-year-old uh, uh, Keller is coming off his first all-star nod after pitching in a career-high 194 and a third innings in 2023 and striking out 210 batters. Keller finished last season with a 13-9 record. A thirteen and nine record and a four point two one ERA. Does that sound like seventy seven million dollars to you? <coughs> For five years, the, so that's like fifteen million a year, right? Well, yeah, yeah, so much, yeah. But as a, start, um, a starting pitcher, thirteen and nine, and he's is he a starting pitcher and... like a he's a four, three or four guy, isn't he? Well, yeah, he's a he's a starter though. Yeah, he's in the rotation, but he's not a number one. No, no. So he's a three, four, maybe five guy. Yeah, I don't know. Any more that take those? Is he right-handed or left-handed? Ah, right-handed. Hey, Dale's coming through the door. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. There he is. He heard, he heard his name. He had to heard his name. come and plug those. Uh, Dale's here. We're talking baseball. baseball. Motorcycle races. Motorcycle races. What? Yeah, what the hell is that Start stuff? Start with the motorcycle. You need a camera We're out here motor- still on this end? Here, let me turn on. Keith, wa- Keith wants to help you. Keith, what's up? So, so besides the Pirates, uh, the Detroit Tigers, uh, an infielder, Geo... Urshela, Urshela agreed to a one-year, $1.5 million contract. Urshela played uh, for the Guardians, Yankees, and Twins. Solid hitter, solid fielder, can play multiple positions. 
But one year, $1.5 million versus this pitcher with a 13-9 record and a $77 million contract. I'm like, I don't know, man. Kind of backwards. Uh, Dale's rolling in here. Uh, catcher, catcher Gary Sanchez uh, guaranteed $3 million in his one-year deal with the Milwaukee Brewers and can, can add an additional $4 million depending on the condition of his right wrist. So he has to play so many games, and his only injuries can be to other parts of his extremities, not his right wrist. He's going to be damaged goods throughout the season pretty much. Well, this guy was a huge disappointment in New York. You know, He started out his career in New York. Had a, he, he, he was gangbusters. He almost carried the, the Yankees to the playoffs all by himself uh, late in the season that first year. And then he had one big year with uh, Aaron Judge where they were both bashing balls all over the place. And then he turned into a, a guy that uh, he's a walking strikeout hmm. and a huge defensive liability behind the plate. The Twins had him. What, Sanchez? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's kind of ringing, but probably from a few years back. I'm trying to remember. It's not, well, there's another yeah. Sanchez, too. Well, that no, used to well his, Gary Sanchez was a twin. He started out the season playing for the Twins, bashing home runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, much like Joey Gallo did last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, Joey Gallo. Royce Lewis just lighting up that crazy rookie season for himself. Yeah. But, but, but then uh, last year, Sanchez was a Padre. And the Padres looked like they were really going to do something. They had a heavy lineup. Of course, uh, the, was it Soto that signed with the Yankees? Yeah. Um, what, well, didn't they, well, Padres made it to what, first round of the playoffs at least, I yeah. want to say? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's kind of, kind of back to me now. They were kind of people were predicting maybe good things for them. And because they, they were like one, like one of the top one or two teams for the uh, NL, right? Well, the Padres had like one of the highest payrolls because yeah. they brought all those free agents in. But now the Yankees stole the guy away from them. Was it wasn't Soto the guy from the, the I think so Washington Nationals, and then he went to Padres, and now the Yankees grabbed him, and they got three guys that could hit fifty home runs for next season with Stanton and Judge and Soto. You're loading up like they do. I, I know well, you're the, going through Aaron Hicks withdrawals. <laughs> well, the Twins have some Lee guy, too, that's supposed to be like an infielder, but, you know, their infielders are all set already for the Twins, so yeah, they don't know where they're really going to play this guy. Yeah, they got, they had a few signings over the last few weeks. Uh, yeah, gosh, I'm... I'm I I have I know I have I don't get my notes from the last couple of weeks I don't have them in front of me but I know they did a, a, a trade a signing uh, I'll, I'll have to look them up here but uh, well, they had something to do with a, a reliever pitcher, a pitcher yeah yeah, yeah a, a reliever I want to say no I remember they weren't like super there was one big signing they got for a year and uh, and then the uh, uh, then a few other players were just kind of like kind of like borderline kind of like for depth but uh, I, I can look them up. I, I can look them up here and have them for you here in a sec here, but uh, yeah, Mon, Mon, I know I know your Yankees will still be paying Aaron Hicks for the next three or four years here. Well, what else is new? <laughs> new? New York New York franchises are good at paying players long after they played for them. Uh, it's not as bad as well Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. Oh yeah, Bobby, oh gosh, the New York Mets and Bobby Bonilla day. You know yes. that guy is going to get paid till like twenty thirty one, and the guy hasn't played since like twenty ten, even before that. You know, I, is he still getting paid? Yes. Are you kidding me? What's up, Steve? It's Bobby Bonilla Day. Bobby, Are you Bo- kidding? Bobby Bonilla yes. gets like one point five million dollars every summer, and the guy hasn't played baseball in like twenty years. Yeah, gosh, yeah, he signed a hell of a deal. And 
the thing about that Smart is guy. He, he, Smart. he also has like five years left with the Baltimore Orioles paying him like $500,000 a year. Yeah, he's... Got, <laughs> yeah. Talk about a great agent. His agent must have been a genius. I wonder who it was. It was probably that same Scott Boris. Yeah. Well, and, and but hey, Super Song Steve, good to hear from you, man. <laughs> hey, good. Uh, I, I missed you. Oh, I missed gosh. you. Yeah, I miss you guys too. I, I I just wrapped up a bunch of crazy errands. It's been a hell of a day. But I know I'm like I think I can maybe sneak on the last ten minutes or so with you guys here. So, but I got those twins uh, moves from the last few weeks here. But Carlos Santana go. was a big move. Uh, he agreed oh, to the, to the pitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, one year, uh, five and quarter million dollar deals. Uh, he topped 100 walks in a season four times, and uh, he's a career 242 hitter, 356 on base percentage. Uh, last year, he finished with 33 doubles, 23 homers, and 86 RBIs. And then for the re- pitcher, the reliever they got was Jay Jackson, and they also claimed Zach Weiss off of waivers from the Red Sox. Uh, yeah, uh, kind of okay stats there. Nothing remarkable, but and then uh, they traded away Nick Gordon to the Marlins for uh, left-handed pitcher Stephen Okert. So yeah, yeah, he's kind of so-so. But uh, but they're they're making some moves. They're making some moves. But they couldn't get a rise back. No, no. Well, that was like like the, what they did the big announcement for when they locked in Korea, and then everyone was happy. And then it was like I think like two or three days later they gave up a rise. So uh, yeah, it was like you know can't have them both. And then now. Uh, I think last week they announced they're going to be on Bally for one more year because it was kind of up in the air. They didn't know where they were going to land. So it's well, going wasn't, to be... wasn't Amazon going to save everybody? Yeah, Amazon, they did. They kind of bailed out Bally from bankruptcy. They were on the verge of bankruptcy. Everyone thought they were going to go bankrupt. And yeah. uh, t- their twins deal ran out with Bally last year. They were kind of like a free agent. And, you know, the MLB, they're kind of amassing a bunch of a few teams on their streaming service and to get them on cable too, just on like a one-off like direct TV channel. They, they already got three teams. I think the Padres are actually one of them, uh, and like two or three other teams. And so. what are we going to do with Kirk Cousins? Oh, yeah. God, that, that's the thing well, I the, read every day. I, the, the Vikes are in such a dilemma there. With, they got a, with, a, with an old him, quarterback with an Achilles injury. Him or injury. Jefferson or... Yeah, well, I... What do you want, 50 million? Cousins? Cousins? Yeah. I thought it was 35, wasn't I, it? I got... Cousins signed a three-year, $84 million deal with the club in 2018 and later two extensions that kept him through the end of 2023. Uh, I guess what there was the announcement. It was just like a day or two ago where they said that him and the Vikings, you know, they met, but they couldn't come to an agreement. So it's yeah. still, yeah, they, 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 they still have uh, Jaron Hall and, uh, I, and uh, I think Nick Mullins still well, locked up. That's what yeah. you put. Yeah. Because what... the other guy from Arizona apparently isn't there anymore. Dobbs? Yeah. yeah. I think he was just a one-year one deal. Boy, that was a What I say is sign him, sign him, and then draft a quarterback. Yeah. Well, I, I, I agree with, with that. You. I agree with that. And I also. But then I don't I, think I they think... can sign Jefferson if no, they No, and I think, I think with wide receivers like Jefferson, I think you can find another one. I really do. Oh yeah, yeah. I think, they're everywhere. I think you take that guy and you trade him for everything you can get: first round picks, other players. Um, you know, Jordan Addison is that his name? Yeah. Yep. Had a pretty darn good rookie season. Yeah. And he was actually the the main receiver when Jefferson was gone for eight games. I was gonna say he really stepped up the back half of the season. And and he had, I might as well have been throwing him the ball. That's what he had throwing him the ball. 
You know? Yeah, yeah. He well, didn't have Kurt Cousins throwing him the ball. He had he had four different guys. Yeah. Dobbs was like super fluctuating. Like you never knew what to expect from him from oh, week I, to week. I mean, shit. You you could have got a guy off the street that could throw the ball better than most of those guys. Oh I, my I just, lord. Yeah. You can't win in the NFL without a good quarterback. You just it's not gonna work. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that a mediocre game. quarterback's not going to make it. You just it's, well, what was that work. San Francisco guy? He was not oh, top notch. Yeah. But he got oh, to there. Brock Purdy. He got Purdy. there. Yeah, he got. Yeah. You know, yeah, he, Purdy was pretty damn good. Yeah, he but, was. He, he was, was. In MVP talks. Don't, but but isn't the criteria that you have to have a, a a receiving tight end with a country western girlfriend? Isn't that what you have to have? Oh, is that is that is I, that the criteria now? I still don't think she's country western, is she? <laughs> she she started off kind of more country based, and now she's more oh, pop. So yeah. okay, so 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 you have to have a tight end dating Madonna? I don't know what is it. Just pop star, pop star. Sure. Pop star. Do you think she's toxic? I do. I'd rather really see do. Cher than her. Cher is a hundred years old, Bill. So she smells like a mule. <laughs> Money knows. I Money think, can vouch. I, over she's over at the exposure is over the top i mean come on i mean i mean whatever dude i want turn laney, the page i want laney wilson anyway yeah bill bill oh, oh. now there we go now no, I, t- i'll jump on that bandwagon you two old dirty old men and since hey since we're talking about old school uh band acts are you guys going to see journey here in town coming oh, yeah. soon uh there i know talking to john i think he's said he's he's going to be there uh and yeah there well, we want gosh. paul there Journey's a blast. Paul's going to go see Journey. All right. Paul, Paul will get us arrested. <laughs> oh, see shit. Keith in the chat. What is up? Beating up somebody in a bus or something on the way over. <laughs> did you guys talk about the, the Daytona 500 yet? We did not. There you go. We, we did not. Get, Let's we go. We didn't get Let's any go. of the motorsports except for those uh, extreme motorcycles. Oh, gosh. No, yeah. I want to talk about Daytona 500. Let, yeah. Let's go. Let's All right, yeah, let's do it. So, yeah, last Monday at Daytona Speedway. Well, we'll just focus on the big boys or the NASCAR Cup. Uh, so, yeah, the I actually watched the full race, and uh, I actually had, I, did, I did that trial to that Fubo app to get it. So, uh, but uh, yeah, William Byron won the Daytona 500 with Alex Bowman finishing second. Byron wasn't even really in the lead at all until those final couple of laps. Uh, there was a nasty wreck with like like uh, like I think about eight or nine laps left. Took out a ton of people. Really shook things up. Half the half the crowd. Yeah, yeah, you, you caught it too, Steve. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Who who are you rooting for there? I know Logano was dominating a lot there. I think he took pole, and he was really cruising there for like the first good chunk of the race. I was in Joey's court, man. I I I just thought he had it. I'm, I'm I always I, I like Kyle Larson. I know he was kind of making a run. He was in the lead a couple times briefly, and uh, Keith's uh, Keith singing a typical Daytona 500. Yeah, big wreck there towards the end. Uh, he was he was in the top ten for a good chunk uh, off and on, but I think he I can't remember if he got mixed up in that big wreck. That big wreck took out a ton of people. Uh, big half highlight. The, half the half the crew. I mean, every it was half of them, yeah, or more. We're not talking the audience. <laughs> We took the audience out, are we? Oh gosh, no, no, no! Yeah, the pack. No, this. Yeah. I mean, it. I mean, I. What do you think there was? I want to say 15, 16 cars involved. I want to say it was like maybe maybe ten ish or so, give or take a couple. But uh, yeah, it was. It, it it was a it was a heck of a race. Uh, yeah, and I I know I. In the Xfinity race, I caught that too. I will say, I, I knew he was moving his way up the ranks, but I didn't know he was in Xfinity yet. But uh, Frankie Muniz, you know, that 
Others may know as Malcolm in the Middle from that old Fox sitcom show. His he made his Xfinity debut, I believe, in, in the Xfinity Cup. There, I think he got he got kind of, it was like collateral damage, got minor damage in an early early wreck in the race. So he instantly fell like a couple laps down early in the race. But it was cool to see him kind of do do good there. And I know Austin Hill, I believe, won that race. But uh, did you catch on the other races over uh, NASCAR weekend there, Steve? Um. No, it was kind of a boring weekend, really, for, you know, everything was, uh, but yeah, I caught a little bit, but n- not much. No, no, well, that ex- was about it. Except yeah. for that all-star game, that was the oh, most, most, that was the most exciting thing Did ever. Did you guys cover that already? Oh, what a, what a fiasco. I, I, I do want to give one last go quick ahead, shout, go sorry, ahead. one last quick shout out in the NASCAR ARCA race that uh, I know John's. John, I has that interview locked up with her for next week on Dirty Thursday. Uh, Amber Bal- Balkin, uh, I think I pronounced her name right, but uh, yeah, she 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 moving up to NAS- NASCAR Arca there, the kind of like the series before uh, Craftsman Truck, I believe, and uh, yeah, she finished ninth, top ten finish. So big ups to her, and uh, yeah, and she's going to be on Dirty Thursday next week. So how about shots at? World Outlaws, anything on Down them? Uh, Sprints didn't race last weekend for World of Outlaws. So oh. uh, I believe they, they race, the, uh, and, they're, and they're off this weekend, too. Uh, they next race uh, March 3rd and 4th at, in, uh, Barber, at Volusia Speedway in Barberville, Florida. So hmm. Did they come out west? Uh, yeah, they make the World of Outlaws sprints make it to Grand Forks here twice a year. No, and, he means in California. I'm out oh, west, California, west, that west. far west. Um. Well, you, you, you wait, wait, wait. You, 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 you can't, you can't have vehicles that burn petrol out there. Oh come oh, on! Man. We can no, all. We I'm can talking all, Seattle. We're not well, talking California. Okay, all right. Well, it was California. We'd yeah. have to have electric can you help vehicles. Us out there, yeah. I, I'm unsure if they make it make it out to the West Coast. Uh, I'm trying. I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, there should be because I, you know, that'd be like Monroe or one of those. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, they should. Uh, get it out here a little more often. It'd be good for the mm-hmm. house out here. Heck yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I'm with you. More exposure, branch out. Well, oh shit, it's big out here. So yeah, be, be let's do it. Yeah, money said there's some some NBA All Star f- fun there. Well, no, nah, we, oh, we, we 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 have already rolled over that yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit, and and so the slam dunk contest was won by a white guy named Matt McClung. And, um, Dunking over Shaq, yeah, he jumped. He jumped over Shaq, and repeat winner, yeah. And then the three-point contest was Damon Lillard. Um, I don't know. Caitlin Clark set the college basketball scoring championship for women. Yeah, uh, we had that. Um, she got uh, she and she set the team record for most points in a game. That game, she broke it too. Forty-nine points in yeah, that game. Yeah, yeah, hell of a yeah, performance. The night she broke the record, she could not miss. She was dropping shots. With people in her face from three point line. I actually, I, I tuned in to catch the first several minutes of the game to see her when, when she broke the record. Because yeah, what a moment! No, I did. Hey, watch. Monty, why do why do people give her shit? Um, well, you know, we pander to a certain uh, uh, demographic these days in in most sports, and uh, that's about all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right, I'm just curious. I mean, to me, she seems like very wholesome. Good. Very, very. Solid chick, you know, not a fluffy or any well, of that bullshit. Well, you saw the class that she displayed when um, yep. Angel with was, the ring, yeah, 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 was was like walking, following her up and down the court with her hand in her face, and she just ignored her, and then even came out post game 
and said it was just competition. She didn't, it didn't bother her. Um, many, many athletes would have uh, probably turned around and punched her like the guys down there at... Uh, Shanley. Well, oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah, Red River oh. and Shanley. Or, That's been making waves or, this past uh, week. Or, or, or the guys at Incarnate Word, yeah. you know. I just love that this this brawl took place between a team called Incarnate Word oh. and Texas Texas A and M Commerce. I mean, no, she just seems like a. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. I've never met her, but she seems like a. I don't know. Good chick. I yeah, mean, I don't girl know. next door. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear that. I know they've been. When I saw that game, they were giving her the heavy hype in the in the pregame show and doing all these like just video packages and even in the other sports coverage too. They've been airing like just like these like little thirty second commercials for college women's hoops and all that with her being front and center, obviously being making headwaves here. No, no, she can shoot the ball like no other. That's for oh sure. boy, man, she's. I wouldn't play a horse with her. So, so because of um, because of the, the today's the forty fourth anniversary of the the miracle on ice, and and the topics on all the sports radio shows were, what is your most memorable sporting event that you witnessed or watched with somebody in your lifetime, ever, ever, you know, and I, I don't know, I. I one of the ones I jumped at was uh, Leon Spinks uh, beating Muhammad Ali in his seventh pro fight. I was watching that with my grandpa. Wait, you're talking about in TV or in, a, in the arena? Well, either way, either oh, way. Okay. I mean, yeah. and, and so, I don't know. Bill, you got anything? I guess I would say uh, the first Super Bowl. The first Super what? Bowl. Green wow. Bay Green Bay in Kansas City? Right. Yep. And, and well, the reason was we didn't have a... Were you, were, you, were you sitting around a campfire? No, we, we went across the street to someone that had a color TV. Oh, man. Hey, uh, believe me, I'm with you, Bill. I'm with you. I remember these huge council black and white TVs with a 13-inch screen in the middle of them. And that's what we had. With aluminum foil on them. Yeah. And, and yeah. I was a remote control. I had to go up there and change it. And there was only 13 channels anyways. Uh, m- money on If that, we're, if that, we're, it was like five. We're, we're getting the go-home cue here. Uh, oh, I know, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'll just say mine real quick. Mine will probably be off the top of my head is uh, the Brady coming back with the Patriots against the Falcons in the Super Bowl, watching that. Probably that one of the huge. greatest that performances. Great That's yeah, the first yeah. one that comes to mind. If I can think about more, I would probably tell you something else, but that, that one. Mine, mine was the Mariners when uh, Ken Griffey scored that uh, run to, to move into the West Conference champions, and I was there. So uh, that was me. Monty, yeah, yours? Although I, I was talking about the boxing. Oh, the boxing, with, with yeah. Leon, Leon Spinks, Spinks, yeah. Really quickly, oh, too. Uh, in the 80s, when I grew up, nobody was stealing TVs. <laughs> Paul, Paul, <laughs> because you got they weighed 900 pounds. Hey, hey, hey Paul, do you got, Paul, do you got a favorite sports sports game that you watched yeah. on TV or in person that comes to mind off your bag, a game that stuck with you all these years later? No. No. Random Super Bowl, or, no, I'm, or I'm, yeah. I'm guessing it was a beer commercial. Beer, or, hey, hey. <laughs> one, of, one of those mini Grand Forks Central hockey championships. I, I was into martial arts. I didn't, oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really care about football or any of those other things. I mean, basketball was huge when mm-hmm. I was in high school. I mean, everybody had the, you know, uh, Pippin jersey on or whatever it was, but. Well, I saw. So I see. Uh, Keith says the miracle on ice, and yeah, that's for sure. That's that's that thing. Yeah, that's a popular um, one. Um, you know, but I, I, you know, 
1976 Olympic boxing team with uh, Sugar Ray Leonard and Michael and, and, and Leon Spinks and, you know, those guys. From a boxing club, too. It's huge. Yeah, and and and, and and then when when Leon Spinks got that shot at Muhammad Ali, and of course you know it was a year later when Muhammad Ali took it back away from him when he decided to get in shape and really box. Uh, but there was that, and so you know I don't know we we we've been all over the place. I I I've discussed it with the NBA All Star Game. They really need to do something with all the All Star games across the board because because they're not entertaining. Uh, hockey might be the best one. Um, we, we hit the UND sports guys. We've been around the baseball thing. We talked about the women, the girls that won the high school wrestling championships. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, that's about all I got tonight. I was glad I was yeah. able to hop in here for a little bit with you guys. Missed you guys. Always I'll try, good to, I'll try to hop on whenever I'll, I can, if it, even just yeah, for a few minutes. Well, the one guy with the radio voice. I don't know about that. You bet. <laughs> Bill, anything else? No, we'll see you next week. Supersonic. All right. You guys take care right. and keep an eye on those Cougars. All right. They keep winning. They keep winning. We're waiting for you, Raven. Them. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's Fork Sports Highway. Catch us live every Thursday night at 630 right here on Grand Fork's Best Source, live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, and now partnering on Millions. Find our past shows by searching GFBS on your favorite podcast or social media app. That's all for today. We'll see you next week.